0: This is an exclusive presentation of WoWO 1190 AM and 1075 FM, giving you an in depth look at all the stories, events, and topics that show how our officers serve and fight for our community every single day. Unholstered.
1: Here we go. Welcome on into another edition of Unholstered. Hope you're having a great weekend. My name is Kayla Blakesley. I am one of your hosts here on the show. Uh, during the week, I actually host my own News Talk radio program in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, and on the weekends, I have the pleasure of hosting this show alongside my co-host, Sophia.
2: Good morning, everyone. My name is Sophia rosal Catina. I am a captain with the Fort Wayne Police Department. And happy weekend.
1: This show is all about the local media, which is me, teaming up with the Fort Wayne Police Department, which is obviously Sophia, to share and tell all of the stories that just don't often get told uh, when it comes to our men and women in blue. And today's topic, I'm not going to lie, Sophia, <laughs> when you brought this one up, I kind I was like, huh? Uh, today's topic is procedural justice, and now I have another truth to pass along to you. I actually had to Google the definition of
2: procedural justice. As most people probably do. <laughs> okay, so I'm not alone there. No, you're um, not alone. But we, we've got a familiar face in as our guest to talk about this. We do, and he's saving the day today because I had some other guests scheduled, and then some um, scheduling con- conflicts happened, and um, So, I'm like sitting in squad meeting this morning because we got up bright and early to meet our crew for Southeast officers to give them information. And I'm like, I don't have a topic for the show today. And he's <laughs> like, Well, we just did the procedural justice. i like, sold the worst. So, come on. You're procedural coming with justice me. it is. <laughs> yes. And, you know, it actually works out well because this is something we've been doing for quite some time. And we don't really talk about it media wise. Um, It's really known in-house and in in with our community members because we bring them on board for this, but we never really have broadcast it kind of out. So I think this is a really good unique opportunity for us to do that and highlight what makes this program so special. So I'll let our guest introduce
0: himself. Well, thanks for having me back, ladies. Deputy Chief Mitch McKinney with Fort Wayne Police Department. And uh, yeah, we've been doing this program since 2013. We had such a high homicide rate in 2013 that our region for the Department of Justice came and contacted us and said, hey, There's a movement going on in Chicago, and they're applying it to the Bay Area of California, and they've been traveling back and forth to just have community relations with law enforcement, city government, community activists to really talk about what are the issues in the community, how can we address those issues, and how can we go forth working on those issues together. And we've put hundreds of people through this class, and it's working out very well with reciprocating with what people need where they are.
1: So there is an actual procedural justice class in the Fort Wayne Police Department. Correct. And this is obviously... It isn't like that at all police departments, right, or in all police departments?
0: It's not, you know, and really when you go to it, it's more of a movement than it is a class, you know, oh. and they give you all the information and it's, for, it's a formatted like a class would be PowerPoint and all of that, but it's really generated off the facts from each individual community because there is no blanket way to do these, but there is a way to make things simple and listening to people, which is one of the four pillars, giving the people a voice, hearing what they say and being neutral in your decision making because we have to make our decisions based off the law. And then you go back and you're very impartial in what you do and make sure again, you're within the parameters of the law. And by doing that and educating people on how they can police themselves by law, then the last pillar is trust and you Mm. build that trust. So the whole class is called Procedural Justice and Legitimacy the processes that we do, how we do it, why we do it, being transparent, being efficient, and then gaining that legitimacy where people allow the police to maintain social order with the um, aspects that people are asking you for.
1: So this is more police interactions with civilians then, right? And when we're talking about procedural justice and more about that process and not so much The outcomes with civilians? It's a bit of both. Because
0: the assessment that people are making off of law enforcement, regardless of the outcome, positive or negative, people want to express to you how they feel about what's happening in their lives. And when it comes to police complaints, majority of the complaints that we get are because of how someone was treated. And so that's what we want to know. We want to have a, a respect level coming into situations and be able to appreciate people for where they are, and it works out very well. So for this us.
1: is this is that's interesting that you just said that, Mitch. Because again, on the surface, and I'll be honest, I just did it. You know, when you hear procedural justice. Doesn't really sound that sexy, right? Doesn't really sound you know that exciting I try to make of a it that topic, way. I'm you know. It's, and Sophia even kicked it's that this deep voice. way.
2: Well, Sophia,
1: you even kicked off it. this episode by saying, "Hey, well, we're going to highlight what we're doing." And and but, but I feel like you might have just hit the nail on the head, at least for me, of why quote it is sexy. Um, simply because this is a this has a major impact on how people perceive the Fort Wayne Police Department. So now I'm all of a sudden thinking, wow, this is this is wildly important.
0: It is, and now we're to the point where we work it with the basic recruit class. We have 38 in the recruit class right now. We'll bring in a dozen community members and not all of the community members like police because then it's not an effective program. If sure. I bring everybody I in that loves oh, yes, right. yeah. exactly, but it's not that way. There's people that have issues and I want them to sit in the class and I want them to be heard. And then we bring in veteran officers as well. And I group them together for the start of the class, but as the class works together, I split them into pods. With veteran officers, community members and, and basic recruits so that they can network together and there's such a different uh, scope. Everybody has a different lens of what mm-hmm. they're looking at and what's important to them and we've had great success of people who have walked in like, uh, no, I'm not getting along with you. I don't believe in what you do as a law enforcement officer and they walk out with a bit of understanding. That's all I need. I walk, the walk out with understanding that what we're coming with is positive energy just to come through and say, hey, let's discuss what's happening and let's get some good work done together as a community. So
1: you teach the class? I do. Are you the only one who teaches
2: the class?
0: So I, so I bring Sophia along begrudgingly, she Begrudgingly, yes. Yeah, one I, more
2: thing on my plate. But
0: it's one of those things where once, I, can, I see her shift within the first five minutes of being in the room, you know, because she knows how important the class is mm-hmm. and that there's always something new that comes from the class. Someone in the class, I haven't had repeat people in the class, you know, someone new brings something new every time, like these sheets that I brought in today. I know people can't see them, but I do an exercise where they pick up small words all across all across the time right, we're talking, I said, you write down whatever is important to you, because I want people to pull things from the class. Some Something that someone else said, something that resonated from the PowerPoint, and then at the end of the class, I want the middle of the sheet, you, put, you have to choose one word, and one word only goes across the middle of that. And I'll take all of these pieces of construction paper, obviously people can't see, but these different color pieces of construction, I will build a wall in my office, And those will stay there and it's a constant reminder to me of what the community is telling us that they expect from okay so
1: let me I just want to make sure I'm understanding this correctly okay first of all Sophia have you been doing this since the inception of this this program back in 2013 as well I didn't even realize that
2: not since 2013 I went to Chicago to get trained gosh it was probably four years ago so I came on board with the program about four years ago. Gotcha,
1: okay, so okay, walk me through this then, Mitch. So mm-hmm. let's,
2: let's pretend I'm taking the
1: class. Sure. I walk into the class and you're handing out, you, you brought them with you, like you said, this pieces of colorful construction paper mm-hmm. and telling folks to write down the one word that is most important to them when it comes to the Fort Wayne Police Department.
0: Basically it comes to community.
1: When it comes to community, Because
0: we okay. live in the community too, and that's the one thing. Folks kind of separate us out from the community and we're the community too. And so That's we have things. That's such a good right
2: point. Things. You're right. We we do yeah. do that. I'm guilty actually of yeah. doing that too. We live here. We right. go to church here. We go to eat here. We your our kid, kids go to school your kids here. That's yeah. right. That's exactly so we right. are the community and the community is us.
1: What's interesting is some of these words I'm looking at the sheets cuz you just passed me some right. of the, sure. the construction paper. Teamwork, partnership, sustainability, connection. Those are some of the big words written right. across the sheets of these construct these sheets of construction paper, but then it kind of has A bunch of little words branched off the big word. What are these smaller words? So the smaller
0: words are what they write down the whole day as the class is going on. And at the end of the day, they apply what one word would be to put all their feelings together. So they're writing these little words as we're going slide to slide and we're in our groups working. They just start putting their own little notes around. And the caveat to this is they can't put their names on them. I don't want anybody's Mm -hmm. names on them from the class. I want them to be completely anonymous so when I put them up there, we can look at it and just know I don't know what part of town the person lives in. I don't know who wrote this and what they do for a living. It's same... Words and you look all across all of these sheets. You pick up the same words. You pick up respect. You pick up compassion. It's funny
1: that you say that. I'm sitting here looking, and you you passed me four. So Mm -hmm. full transparency, I have four sitting in front of me, and on all four of them, I keep seeing the word empathy. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Everybody, I think people have this misnomer that we don't want the same things. Like I, as Sophia, as a police officer, do not want the same thing as Kayla, who's called me to her house because she has an issue wants. We want the same thing. We both want each other to listen. We both want to be treated with respect respectfully. And ultimately, we want to resolve for the problem we we're, we're giving we're trying to figure out here. I want that, you want that. Mm-hmm. Where we go wrong is when we <laughs> let our emotions kind of take over. And I get it. It's these are high emotional situations. But we have to come back down. we have to think rationally. Um, I know I have to think rationally, if I lose my cool as an officer, it, it it's done. I, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm no, of no use to anyone. I can't even imagine you losing your cool, Sophia. You always seem like, you know, so calm, cool,
1: collected. Mitch,
2: <laughs> that'll be a topic That's for another day, Mitch. <laughs> it's,
0: um, it's all in the facial expression. Yeah, it is. I
2: can't hide this face. <laughs> um, but, you know, we want the same things. So, I, and I think that this class really brings that out because we do an exercise where someone plays the role, civilian plays the role as an officer, and sometimes the officer goes up and plays the role as a civilian. And we tell them, okay, I'm coming to your house. What do you want from me as an officer? And and then to the officer, what, what a do you want? Great exercise. As me? And they, they can't great. see what each other's writing. They both start writing, and they're writing the same mm-hmm. things. I want you to listen. I want you to handle the problem. I want to be safe. That's exactly what I want. So when we see those things that are that are mutual wants, then we're like, hey, we are this. We're very much the same, even though we're different. So that's what we want to bring, that connection, and have people, especially the newer recruits, understand that, that you need to have connection with people, and you need to understand that what they want is what you want.
1: So then walk me through the rest of this, Mitch, and kind of more, more so first off the logistics. How does a regular civilian come to even be in this class? How long is it? You know, th- those kinds of things.
0: So when we, we run two different types, and we work really closely with Fort Wayne United, And um, Gregory uh, Smith Causey is a coach. And so he gathers like the high school leaders, especially our young men of color. We bring them together so they have an understanding because we have a high disparity in our our country of African-American males that find themselves in the criminal justice system. So we want them to work through a lot of use of force things. We combine this to a use of force for four hours. And then we do an eight-hour class with community members. So the first person that gets to choose is our chief because our chief is, is, has a big scope on things he's seeing and comes back to him, and he breaks down and he says, hey, I had conversations with these people certain folks. Hmm. I want you to invite these folks to the class. I believe it's going to help them understand what we do as a department. And then we're out in the community a lot. So we have people and we're like, hey, we got to make sure they're there. You so find... you're going to go.
1: Yeah. Okay. So know, okay that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Go. Do you find people are, for example, like me, you just said, you're going to go and, I, and I'm okay with that. I'm all for it. But do you find people are i don't know excited or welcoming to that opportunity or are people are like no i don't want to go do this
2: i think a lot of people um are a little skeptical at first it, it depends on where you're coming from right so you as kayla who's generally supportive of police yeah. you know you 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 can understand both sides but you're generally supportive you'd you'd come with some enthusiasm um, like "Ooh, this is going to be fun yeah other people come with reservations like What are they trying to pull or what are they going to tell me or, you know, and and okay, I don't know what their life experience is with police. I don't know who they've met up with in their life. And it could have been a bad experience. That officer could have not been professional. That officer could have done someone wrong. I don't know. Or the officer may have acted correctly. It just wasn't to the liking of someone or they don't understand the the process and the procedure that we have to follow. So it depends on where they're coming from. But they come to the class. Chief McKinney lays it out. Very nicely, we have uh, Captain Barry Entis. He comes in and does a use of force, and then we take them to the mat room, and we take them to the shoot room, and we run through scenarios. where they are the I'll police, <laughs> right? They become right. the police, and they get to they get to decide is this a shoot or don't shoot situation, and they really come to realize, man, these are split second decisions, and most of the time they mess up. Yeah, and a lot of it is nervous laughing, nervous giggling because they messed up and then we come back and so like you're going to jail Mm -hmm. this isn't funny Mm -hmm. you're laughing but it's not funny you just took someone's life and now you're going to be all over the paper you're going to be hauled off to jail your picture's going to be in the paper your family's going to be getting threats now this isn't funny and you see a change like i didn't realize this is what it was well
1: that's actually what's going to be my next question do you see that from that time of this class what you said about eight hours long is that what it is
0: so this is... one she's talking about is a four, the four hour, hour long okay. class yeah. but the eight hour any of the classes you pick somebody you i can tell from the first five minutes who has zero buy-in gotcha. i see him yeah. automatically yeah. It's, Os- it's oscar the grouch yeah. sitting there with their out. arms body language absolutely. Oh, oh, yeah. closed absolutely posture yeah. Yeah. i mean It gives me a headache to watch the (laughs) frown because they want to hold this hard line that there's no way that I'm going to be in any kind of accord with this cop. But I start them out with icebreakers because everybody comes in, you know how it is, you have your favorite chair, I'm planting my stake in my claim, I'm right (laughs) here. And they're up and they're moving. They have to move. The icebreakers force them to move on their own. I don't make a move, it forces them to move. But once they're done, you see them and I'm like, you're having conversations with other human beings, you're not having a conversation with a cop. So let's just break that down and I make them we do a little bit of bias training at start too, so people can really lay down um, some things on paper and realize that there are people that you don't know in this room and you may not see again that have gone through the same experiences you are. So it, it's a connectivity of the class right away and it, and it helps the class move along. It helps it foster discussion.
2: I don't need you to, quote, unquote, drink the Kool-Aid and be on my side. I just need you to give me a little bit of space and hold space for the facts mm-hmm. to come out before you jump to conclusions about what you think happened on this five-second video you saw on the Internet somewhere with no context whatsoever. Well, we, right. could, we, right. we should all give each other a little space in that, <laughs> yeah. right. in so, terms of that. Exactly. So that's what, ultimately what I'm looking for. Just slow down. Mm-hmm. Let's get all the facts Um you can have your conclusion, and you know they may. You may be right. It may be a wrong, but it also may be right. So let's hold space. Because I never see anyone apologize for anything they've said when things are brought to light that they weren't what they were. Of course, right. yeah. You know yeah, that's why it, everybody always comes to me real quick, especially when I was PIO. Like, well, what do you think? What's your opinion? I'm like. I don't have one. I don't have I don't have an opinion on what happened in Greensboro, South Carolina, because I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. Let me find out. Let me make sure I ha- I'm seeing the video correctly, not Good just a you, snippet. Sophia. I said, and then I'll give Good you my you. opinion. But I'm not going to judge, especially another officer, because I would want someone to hold that, that line for me. I would want you to wait for me until all the facts were out. Because right. I'm telling you right now, we sit on a lot of facts we cannot put out. Right. Because we're in the middle of an investigation and we may know and I may want to say and it may be on my face like I know what's going on. I just can't tell you. And and I would I would do the same for, for someone else in, in civilian life, too. There are facts we cannot bring forward. And it's just how it is.
1: I have that to some degree in, in my line of work as well, just in the media. I'm told a lot of things off the record that I simply can't share. Yeah, and sure. I, act, I try to have my best poker face, I'm not quite like you, Sophia. Oh no, I don't oh. have a poker face. Oh.
2: This is all, I have a friend that tells me constantly, fix your face. Fix your face, oh that's great. And that's why so I don't like Zoom. i will all remember that. Yeah.
1: Uh, but that, that, that's why I go back to, to echoing what you said about just like giving people some space, because you just don't know all of the facts, you don't know the circumstances. Yeah. Um, but I do I do wanna hit on something, DC McKinney, that you said as well. You're you're talking about people walking in there, their arms folded. You can read it on their face. They don't really want to be there. They already have this perception, um, whether, again, it's true or false. What is it that you find, though, with Oscar the Grouch, as you called him? What's usually Oscar's issue or what are his or her issues that get brought up, um, perhaps, maybe at these classes that you find?
0: There's absolutely nothing that's been brought up in a class that has been a Fort Wayne Police Department problem. Really? It's things that people are carrying burdens off of social media because I have the same pad of paper I started with in 2013. Same pad is in my packet that I carry. And I got this big bin now. It was a little bin, great big bin. Pretty soon you going
1: to have a U-Haul. <laughs> well, I,
0: really, I pick up books and things people talk to me about mm-hmm. because it's important to them, hey, you should read this book. I get on Amazon and I grab the book because that's an important perspective. But I say, here's what I need you to do. You have to put your full name. Give me at least an address. If it was a traffic ticket, you know, usually people carry those around. Give me the number off the side of it. Oh, yeah. Give me the number off the side of that ticket. Give me something. I will research it today, and I will come back to you today with that information because it's not hard for us to look that up. Mm -hmm. We can find it. Give me a control number. Give me something. No one's writing anything down. And the only thing I've heard in all the classes I've done is, well, you're going to retaliate against me. Hmm. And this one lady, I said, Madam, if you think I have enough time to come find you again for something that you're upset about, you're mistaken. We have internal affairs and it works very well for us. And no one has written anything down. And I don't believe people are scared, I believe they don't have it. Mm -hmm. They're just, like Sophia said earlier, you were upset about the situation, you didn't want a ticket, you got a ticket, no one wants a traffic ticket, but you know, there's a way you can go argue that in court, right? Mm -hmm. But no one is complaining about the department. They may have complained about how they were treated at the time, but there's no name, nothing, I have the same pad of paper and I'll carry it around every class.
2: And we do encourage in the class, we openly say, if you have an issue with something you felt was you were wronged by an officer, then it's your duty to go to internal affairs and lodge a complaint. I just want people to know that we do look into those. IA looks into those. They're the, you know we get complaints all the time, and and if you look at our yearly year end report, more complaints come from internal investigations. We're policing mm-hmm. our really? own than they come from outside. You know, so we do a good job at 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 bringing problems to light, but. If you are not reporting that officer's mm-hmm. behavior and it was bad enough for you to complain about on social media or wherever you're complaining, then you're just condoning the behavior. That's right. Yeah, that's so true. And you are yeah. allowing it to continue and it will continue because no one's going check. No one's checking that person. Sure. If they need to be checked, we want to check them. But we need to know that it was the actual truth of what you're saying. And that's what internal affairs is Isn't for. that
1: interesting how, how and when you confront the Oscar, the grouch, if you will. And say, hey, tell me what it was, what's your name, the date, I'll get you the info. They got nothing.
0: I believe they have something, and they they sit there, and that's when I can see a change. Yeah. Because now they felt like they've been been heard, and now they understand the process. And I'm not challenging them. I'm being honest. I will look this up for you and give you an answer. It may not be the answer you're looking for but at least i'll give you some resolve i'll take you back to that moment in time because i don't want you to to chain us back to this one instance you had
1: yeah that's so unfair that's Always. so unfair yeah right. we, we spent a ton of time i feel like talking a little bit about the civilians in this classes but sure. in these classes but i kind of do want to talk about the police officers the people like sophia and the other officers and you know that you bring in what kind of impact these classes have on those folks. Why are you laughing? <laughs> because <it's, laughs>
0: because they're the same way when they come in. Yeah. You know, uh, officers get very guarded because yeah. now they have a bunch of— got
1: to go defend themselves. Well, recruit
0: yeah. officers they don't know yet who they may be their field training officer and, and community members that they may not know, and they don't know what they're going to bring. So I'm putting in a whole hodgepodge of people together— and i feel like they, you're just
1: stirring the pot i it's am just i like, am it's, it's some, be dangerous. you know
0: sometimes it's important to own the pot you know what i mean you're sitting there tossing them in yeah and you know what i see with them is that they start talking right away in these icebreakers because it's fun when they get up they get moving they're going we feed them food's always good oh you know? well, shoot so now i'm really, got you. yeah, you're really coming <laughs> so it's a, it's a working lunch you go through you have to work through lunch because i have homework for you all day and it has to be done by the end of the day you can't leave with it it has to stay with me Hmm. because we have work to do with this stuff right Right. now to go the biggest concept is it's a community bank account so for the officers are you making deposits or withdrawals Mm -hmm. from that account good things deposits bad things withdrawals and when someone goes forth in our uniform and does something not quite right and no one knows about it, no one's talking about it, and here comes the other officer coming to the same place with the same person, what treatment are we gonna get? How many deposits will it take to make up for that one withdrawal? So we talk about making those deposits into the community bank account. And the officers use those words all the time, they don't do. they? They say, hey, hey, chief, I made a deposit in the community that's, bank account today. That's great,
1: today. though. Yeah. It's obviously resonating. And
0: yeah. it's buy-in yeah. because they get it. They get it. You go out and have fun with people and you're talking, because not every situation is fun. Majority of stuff we do, there's a simple fix to what we're called for. Yeah. And I said, don't just leave. Have a conversation and find out what's happening with them. What can I? What further can I do for you? And that that uh, is reciprocated to us very often.
1: If if someone's listening right now and they're getting kind of geeked out about procedural justice uh, <laughs> like I am, who knew? Is there a way, if, if they want to take the class or be a part of it, that they can be or sign up? Or does it work like that?
0: The best thing for us right now is we're in what's called Module 5. So okay. we've done this over years to build this up. It's a five-module course. And really, it's it's just a movement for your own neighborhood association. So if you're listening and you have a neighborhood association mm-hmm. and find out who your neighborhood liaison officer is, and you can form this group and do this movement in your own neighborhood association and I'm happy to come to any of them to facilitate oh, that's cool that.
1: that's cool so can I call this episode procedural justice is sexy
0: sure yeah <laughs> sure
1: <laughs> i had no idea this is what we'd be diving into today but i clearly i'm geeked out about it i find it completely fascinating uh you said it sophia kind of the highlights of procedural justice and the class, um,
2: yeah, the good things we're doing. The good things, know. yeah.
1: I mean, well, like I said, I said it from the beginning. We're talking about all the stuff that doesn't often get talked about.
2: Yeah, and comes... I will say this. I mean, I, I truly believe, as we as we both do, that the foundation that was laid within this procedural justice program is why Fort Wayne is not burning today yeah. with with everything that's gone on. That's exactly right.
1: Uh, DC McKinney, as always, thanks for coming in. You Thank are you, an outstanding guest. Uh, Sophia, I know we've got a couple of things in the pipelines. Uh, we we'll, do. We'll be talking about constitutional. Carry at some point
2: Yes we'll also be bringing on some homicide sergeants. We're going to talk about homicide that may have to end up in a two-parter because there's a lot of information to get through just in 27 minutes, so we may do a part one, part two. And then I have also reached out uh, to get some information more on protective orders. Oh, perfect. And so we'll see where that lands us. And I think this is really good information for the future here coming up.
1: And as always, if you have missed any previous episodes of Unholstered, you can download us anywhere. You can download a podcast. Your town, your team, your topics – This is Unholstered.
0: Thanks for listening to Unholstered. Be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen. And remember, you can listen every Saturday morning at 1030 on WoWo 1190 and 1075 FM.